Wait, hold on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're going. All right. Let's All right. It. Welcome to True Page. Wait, hold on. Wait, we're going. Hey, <laughs> you were you were welcome. being serious. <laughs> welcome to the True Patriot Podcast, uh, episode nineteen. I think sounds right. Christmas Tomorrow. episode, man. We're gonna release this on Christmas. All right. Christmas. It is. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um. Yes. Yeah, so it's Friday, and I'm looking out my window, and this massive cold front storm is blowing in and it's it's brought the winter weather upon all of us mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty crazy the snow's blowing everywhere it's zero degrees in most of the country <laughs> yeah my laptop shows minus six right now um uh, and my boys woke up this morning saw the snow and they were excited to go outside and play in it i said <laughs> no you're not doing that <laughs> minus six <laughs> Oh, it's um, blowing like 30 miles an hour. My sister just got home. She kind of crashes at our house sometimes when she, she works night shift at the hospital. So um, we're kind of closer to her work than her house is. So she crashes here sometimes. She didn't even go home. She uh, she came here because the roads are so bad. Um, she said she just walked in a few minutes ago and she said that she saw eight cars in the ditch and uh, – three semis in the ditch along 70 wow everybody stay safe uh hope everybody uh has a has a nice warm christmas despite the weather conditions (laughs) yeah hopefully no one's furnace goes out yeah (laughs) power in general i'm i was wondering i mean i was wondering how how the power is gonna hold up it's windy it's cold i'm sure a lot of people are gonna lose power yeah but um how was your week man leading up to christmas it was good um you know just adjusting to life with three now um he's super chill baby he uh he sleeps he eats and that's about it he doesn't cry (laughs) he hardly ever cries um yeah he's he's been pretty easy so far of course my wife's doing most of the heavy lifting so easy for me to say uh he's an easy baby but i think she would agree with that so uh he seems to cry less than the other two did so that's, that's good. a good thing. Yeah. That's great. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. man. So we had our first Christmas last night. So yeah. we're already in the heavy in the holiday spirit. Yeah. yeah. Um, over at my wife's grandma's and family over there. And mm-hmm. well, we're actually going to, we announced to them that we're going to Disney world. Uh, that was uh-huh. like our main gift to them this year. Really all the cousins and, um, my brother-in-law and they're all about the same age. So that was fun. They had like a little scavenger hunt and, um, you know, like clues. And then they opened the envelope with the the Mickey mouse tickets and everything. That was pretty fun. When are you guys going? Like March. Okay. Are you staying, are you staying in one of the resorts? Um, it's a resort type place. Um, there's like a water park. Which I don't okay. really know how warm it's going to be. I'm hoping at least in the 70s. <laughs> It'll be all right. It'll be warmer down there than it is here. Yeah. Um, it's. Are you it's, guys going to uh, go to all the parks? I don't know. I think we're going for five nights this time. Okay. So, so yeah, you, we'll at I'm least sure go to a couple. I'm which sure we went. We went once and just went to what the Magic Kingdom, and that was it. We were just passing yep. through. Right. And made a one day trip of it. Yep. 
Um, but I I imagine we'll go to where where's the uh the frozen characters at? Is that Epcot that's, or something? That's that's Epcot. Um, there's Animal Kingdom and uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so I got my Mickey we, Mouse mug. There you everything. go. I picked that out special <laughs> for that story. Awesome. <laughs> well, my wife is an expert on Disney and oh, yeah. those trips. Um, so if you need any help planning uh, or need any tips, hit up my wife. She will help you out. Oh yeah. Maybe, maybe we should. She's like, she's a dude. Definitely. She is a machine when it comes to that stuff. Haven't uh, you been to Disney like eight times? <laughs> so I never, I never went to Disney as a kid. What? Oh but, yeah. But Henry is three. He's been there three times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Gary's been there one. four. <laughs> yeah. And he's what? He's five he's six. or six? He's six. Um, well, heck, we went last year. Um, so Stella's going to have went twice and she's yeah. freaking four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I went one time in my childhood, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Sorry, mom, if I'm lying on on air, but I think one time that I remember. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. And I know like Disney's been a hot topic um, against like the far right uh, mindset. Yeah. Yeah, everybody was saying boycott Disney, this and that. Like I've said this before, like I'm not going to let stuff like that ruin my kid's childhood. Like, yeah. you know, the movies and stuff, some come out, you don't like them. Don't, don't let them watch that movie, but yeah. I'm not, not take my kid to Disney world. If I have the opportunity, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it sucks because you know, them as a company, they're trying to push this agenda. But when you go to the parks, you don't, you don't really see that. You don't experience yeah. that. Oh, I mean, it's, it really is a magical time and everything. And uh, the kids, it's the best day of their life every day. Yeah. That they're on there. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, it's you. You can't let those stupid things get in the way of you know having your kids enjoy their life. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's not. You get to pick. You can pick and choose. I mean, some people will act like you can't, but I, I do. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Like, I do have strong opinions, but I'm not gonna like let it change my life. Like, right? Jeez. <laughs> um, what else we got? Um, you ready to move on into the show? I think so. All right, Patriot of the Week. Who you got? I got Mike Gabler, uh, aka the Alligabler. Um, oh. He he is uh, <laughs> he's won the most recent uh, season of Survivor, Survivor Forty Three. Um, oh, wow! I don't. Do you watch this show? No, not at all. Okay, so <laughs> survivors, you understand the concept. You know, they put a bunch of strangers out on a, an island, make them live out there, compete in games, and vote each other. Yeah, out. yeah. I Who watched I, like the first two seasons when I was a kid. Like that was can you believe that was 20, 22 years ago? Uh, yes, sounds about right. That's about when I watched they've done, it. They've done two episode or two seasons every year for the last twenty two years. So wow. this is the most recent. It just finished up, and uh, Mike Gabler is a heart valve specialist and he's late fifties. Um, I mean, he's, he seems to do pretty well financially. Um, and the whole, the whole season, he's kind of a quirky character. He, uh, he's just kind of a goofball, um, that seems like he's just kind of bumbling his way through the game and people are keeping him around just cause he's an easy vote. Um, and then at the end he somehow wins, Okay, <laughs> but the reason he's the Patriot of the week is, he donated his entire $1 million prize 
to veterans recovering from PTSD. Wow. And he said he did this because, you know, his dad was a green beret and he saw the struggles that his dad went through growing up. And now, uh, he tries to, you know, that's like his life mission is to help people, uh, serving the country when they get back to help them recover and all that. So he's, uh, he's really putting his money where his mouth is. And he, uh, yeah, I'd say so. What a guy donated the entire $1 million prize. What a beast. I mean, that's, that is put your money where your mouth is. I mean, who couldn't use a million dollars? Like, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good for him. And thank you for bringing some more awareness to it. Even The, the thing I never, I think why I quit watching that show is like, Oh, it's such there's so much strategy to it. Like Oh, I love you, it. People would um you have to like band up and form alliances. It's almost like mm-hmm. politics. Like it or is. you get it's... or you get ousted. Yep. And yep. they're really there's a real strategy to to that. It is. And and you know, if you get too if you get too powerful within your alliance, then everybody flips on you because then you're gonna win the game and they want you out before the end. Um, it's, but they need, but if you're, if you're good at competitions, they want you to want to keep you around when it's still a team game. But then when it goes individual, they're trying to get you out immediately so that they can win. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like and, the swamp. It's the swamp. It's like politics gamified, <laughs> but <laughs> they, uh, what I like about survivor is they always find new ways to keep it interesting. Uh, yeah. so they put new twists in there and change the game just slightly. Um, and that, slight change has big ripple effects throughout the game and you know it's it's as simple as uh the ball didn't bounce your way that time and you lose your shot at a million dollars because of it it's something so small can be have such a big impact on on the entire game uh it's just so much fun to watch yeah it is uh i'm glad you still enjoy it after all these years (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) um my patriot of the week i don't know if you heard this story out of Columbus. So I guess it's more of a, I mean, these guys could be, they're the first responders responding to this um, crazy story. I mean, this is a what the crap worthy story out of Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman was at a Donato's pizza in the short North in Columbus. And she went in to get her pizza um, real quick. I mean, maybe not the door best dashing. decision. She was door dashing. Oh. She, so was. she was. She's picking up somebody else's pizza to deliver it to them. Wow! So she's working yeah. with her kids and trying yes. to, you know, make all these single runs. mother so sure trying she, to make ends meet. She's got twin, yeah. five month old babies. She walks in to pay for a pizza, and by the time she gets out, her car is gone, and her kids are in it, and it is a big, um, story. And they were searching for the kids. Where did they ended up finding one of the kids at an airport? Yeah. So um, the kids went that this all happened on Tuesday night. So I woke up to an Amber alert Wednesday morning. Right. Yeah. Me too. Um, so they ended up finding the first twin, uh, at the Dayton airport, which is about an hour West of Columbus. Yeah. Uh, and, and that they found that one that night. Um, so yeah. thankfully they got one, you know, return to the mom that night, but, but then, but then that, yeah, the other Go one, ahead. um, the other one was found last night. Um, yeah. they, they actually found the suspect, um, arrested her and she was not with the baby, but then they found the car like an hour later and the, uh, 
the baby was still in the car, sitting in a Papa John's in Indianapolis. Another pizza place. That's crazy. which Which is about three hours away, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, my Patriots of the Week are these first responders, uh, the Indianapolis police that found the child like safely. Um, everybody that is working on that case. I mean, yeah. no one, that's awful to hear about a two, six month old babies, yeah. uh, being kidnapped. I mean, it just makes you sick. I was, and, I was scared to death that we were not going to get a happy ending to this story. That, I know, especially at, at Christmas time. And man, yes, yeah, so went that, south quick. So that families gets to be together for Christmas and wow. Um, hopefully, um, you know, that's like maybe an eye opener for the whole country. Like there's crazy people out there. They'll just jack your car. Like you're, you just can't leave your car on. I mean, you shouldn't leave your kids in the car and leave your car. I mean, dude, it's, it's it's easy to do running. The pizza is already paid for. Uh, Hey, I just need it get in it it would be less than a minute less than a minute that's crazy dude it would take the pizza for for, to carry two five months how how are you even going to carry two five month old babies and the pizza out at the same time you just can't do it apparently or your car might get jacked i think we we just need to stop jacking cars yeah but no (laughs) one's gonna stop jacking cars it's columbus dude yeah, but <laughs> lock it. I don't know. Why doesn't this? Why didn't she use the drive-through? I don't know. Most well, we Donatos have a drive-through. This one apparently didn't. Like this Donatos needs a drive-through, dude. It doesn't matter where you are. People are gonna steal your crap. I hate to tell you, we just had a mini uh, excavator get stolen off one of our job site. It it was there for twelve <laughs> hours. Yeah, there are people watching waiting lurking looking for opportunity to steal your shit yeah that's just a sad fact so i don't know i wouldn't i'm not doing it i'll take you got to take the extra time um anyways i'm not trying to shame her or nothing but man i I don't i don't i don't (laughs) think she's gonna do that again do you think uh, she's gonna do that again? Probably not. She pr- honestly, <laughs> she'll probably turn the car off and lock it. Right? Let's shame Donato's. Like, um, yeah, not having Donato, a drive. Donato needs. Dr- Donato's needs to put a drive-through in every one of their locations. Uh, Donato's needs to walk that damn pizza out. Yeah, if you don't have a drive-through, <laughs> they need to walk the pizza out. I mean, a lot of places do offer that. Applebee's offers it. You know. That'll yeah, you pull in a little parking spot. You say, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> Dude, I got. I got Applebee's last week and I didn't even have to do that. They, Honestly, the world I just said, could... I told them what, what I was driving. And when they, when it was ready, they came out and brought it right to my car. They said, Hey, are you Jake? I said, yep, here's your food. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they would have done it if she would have called who knows, but the world does need to be more mother and kid friendly. friendly. Yeah. Uh, did you know, I was talking about this with my wife, uh, like, at the grocery stores when we were kids they used to have like daycare areas when mothers really? went yeah kroger in our town in zanesville um they used to have child care so the moms would go in and drop their kids off so they didn't have to deal with them when they were shopping for groceries and then they'd pick them up on the wonderful. way out that would be wonderful. that used to be a thing <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. we don't have 
now we don't have uh the <laughs> the prices are up way up we have yeah. to check ourselves out because there's only <laughs> one one register available yeah <laughs> and then and then the moms with the kids got to freaking bag their own groceries and ch- scan them well that's because minimum yeah. wage is going up to 25 dollars an hour hell back in the day <laughs> you could you could have a great house in life with just the dad working and stay at home mom and yeah. daycare at the grocery store how <laughs> <laughs> america has fallen man yeah i don't know if it's like that in every town that was our town i'm sure still it best was country on earth though it still is but the the uh, standard is falling. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, but I just I didn't know that, and uh, my mom started talking about it the other day. <laughs> yeah, that'd crazy. be pretty awesome. Yeah, it would be. Um. Anyways, we we can move on to our real talk, but we're actually gonna keep our real talk not so serious. We're in the holiday spirit. Um. Yeah. We're tired of being so serious all the time, man. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to keep it in the Christmas spirit. And uh, I don't know what you want to introduce our topic here. It's going to be, a. let's see what it, we're going to. This is going to be a little bit different than what we normally do, but we're going to discuss, debate, um, who would win in a fight between Santa and the Grinch. Yeah, and I already know who I got. I I think, I think you've hinted at who you think would win. So I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Okay, Santa versus well, the Grinch. The people need to know, uh, and be informed on something like this. Um, I'll let I mean, you go first. They're very clearly working against each other, right? Santa's trying to bring joy, and the yeah. Grinch is trying to steal it, right? So are we talking? Okay, so. We're talking fight to the death. Yes. Okay. Are we going to be in like a natural environment or are they going to go in the octagon? A cage? I don't think it matters. Okay. All right. What, which which setting would you prefer? Cage match. All right. Cage match it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me have your take. I'll, I'll, I'll let you go with minimal interruption. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> All right. Uh I got Santa in this one and I don't Absolutely think it's close. not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's close. Uh on top of the size advantage that he has, uh he has magical powers. Uh not to mention I knew, I knew you were going to say that. Not to mention he's everyone's hero. So he's got home field advantage no matter where he is. So he's going to be in that cage. <laughs> Uh, the whole crowd is going to be filled with elves, with Mrs. Claus sitting <laughs> ringside, and everybody's going to be booing the shit out of the Grinch as soon as he walks out of the locker room. No, what ma- time- what magical powers does Santa have other than going down chimney? Did you know that Santa Claus visits the entire world, every house in the world, about what a trillion houses in one night? How's they- that going to help him in a fight? Do you think the Grinch is going to be able to hit that speed? He's so fast. He's lightning fast. All right. Is that all you got for why Santa's going to win? He's got the speed advantage. He's got the size advantage. <laughs> He's got the crowd. Do you He's know, got the power. The, the Grinch's <laughs> estimated height is 6'6". Six, six. And he's huge. Six, six. All right. I'm going to talk about he, why I think a, the he's Grinch. He's a beanpole. 
He eats trash. He's got no muscle mass. Okay. He's got no muscle mass. The Grinch is going to win this fight. And let me tell you why. He has a clear edge in the cardio department. He lives in a high-altitude environment on a mountain. Okay? We've talked about this. His lungs are bigger. His oxygen uh, converting physiological properties are superior to Santa Claus. Okay, so he's got him beat in the cardio department. The the Santa lives on the North Pole at the mere it, it's a meek elevation. It's it's nearly sea level. The Grinch is at like fourteen thousand feet. There's no trees up there. He lives in a it cave. It doesn't matter. When was the last time the Grinch went around the Earth in one night? You know how many miles he travels in one night? Okay, okay. He the doesn't Grinch. stop, dude. He doesn't stop for a whole day. The Grinch also follows the nine ancestral tenets. He's a primal. He does. He 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 follows all the tenets. He's got. Um. He lives a primal, uh, diet. He he scavenger. He's a hunter gatherer, just like our ancestors. <laughs> he's a primal. <laughs> so what what I'm hearing here is that even if the Grinch does pull off a miraculous upset and wins this fight, he's, he's going to get popped for steroids in the post game drug test. He's a beast. <laughs> Okay, he Santa is not expressing his most highest and dominant form. He's been self-described as having a bowl full of jelly on his belly. The Grinch. Who cares? He doesn't need that to beat the Grinch. He's overweight and he smokes a pipe. He's a smoker. And he still has better cardio to get around the entire world. No, he smokes a pipe. He lives at sea level. He's overweight. He doesn't even make his own toys. He he employs elves and he reindeer. If he's so magical, why does he need elves and reindeer? I think he's a fraud. Because it's easier. Dude, Santa went to the North Pole to this elf village and took it over and dominated it, m- became the ruler. He went in and said, this is mine. I am your ruler. And they all bowed down to him and said, yes, Santa, please more. The Grinch is stronger the Grinch, than Santa. The Grinch couldn't even do that in Whoville. He had to go live on a mountain on top of Mount Crumpet because he couldn't even take over the the freaking who's. Then he why beat did, up a um, bunch of who's? Are you why kidding? Why did Santa let the Grinch steal the whole Christmas? Why didn't he stop him? He left it up. I don't to, know. He was. I think he Santa's was probably scared. on the other side of the earth San- by that point. Santa is scared of the Grinch, and he left little Cindy Lou Who to save Christmas. You want to know why? That's because Cindy Lou Who could handle the fucking Grinch. <laughs> no, and the Grinch is stronger than Santa. Did you see? The I don't Grinch? think so, man. Yeah, did you see the Grinch when um the whole the whole sleigh full of presents was falling off the cliff and he just yeeted it up? He's a primal right. dude, right? But I've never seen Santa do anything like that. So th- that is what Santa's sack looks like after one town, <laughs> just for one town. <laughs> Imagine when that when that what that sack looks like when he starts his journey from the North Pole. I don't know, man. I mean, I said my piece. I don't think his magic's. I don't think his magic is real. It's not going to help him. I think he has a magical sleigh. That's it, dude. The Grinch will not be able to touch Santa. He won't be able to touch him. S- Santa has no cardio, no bottom end. <laughs> just, the- just enough, just enough to get around the world in one night. That's all on the reindeer. It's not though. He's got to. The reindeer don't go in the house. He's he's pretty much a like a Dude, dictator. He is he is jumping up and down those chimneys 
all night long. Allegedly. How I've else is it? it. Get, how else is I've it? I've never done? seen it done. I think he's a fraud. Um, and I think the Grinch is a primal beast. Do you know why there's only one Grinch? No, because the rest of them got turned into green eggs and ham. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> because he is right. that's that's what the green ham is. It's Grinch meat. All of his population got killed out because they're a bunch of wimps. He's the only Santa Claus. He's an endangered sub- species. Santa Claus is subprimal. The Grinch is primal, and Santa Claus has no self control. Eating cookies all the time, processed foods, making himself sick, and he's and, still a badass. And he's and still a, a badass. And a, a true primal like the Grinch is gonna mop the floor with sub subprimal Santa Claus. That's like saying that a That's caveman, it. a caveman would beat up Brock Lesnar. Uh, according to the Liver King, that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> okay, I rest my case. We'll put a poll up. We'll see what the people think. All right, that's my case. All right. Um, the other Christmas topic we had was um, just the. This is we're not really going to debate these, <laughs> but um. <laughs> What's your top three uh, favorite Christmas movies you like to watch with your family? All right. I'm going to count them down. Uh, on Number three, I got Home Alone. Um, solid, classic movie. Lots of hijinks. Um, you know, good for all ages. I laugh at it. My kids laugh at it. Just overall great entertainment. Um, yeah. Number two, I got Elf. Oh, I hate that. I hate that movie. <laughs> I don't. Why? Why do you hate that movie? Because it's Will. Because it's Will Ferrell acting like a little kid, like he does in all of his movies. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's, it's hilarious. I hate it. <laughs> all right. Well, well you're, did that come you're wrong up, that, again? Did that come out after or before Step Brothers? I liked Step Brothers. I think it was before, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh. Yeah, Elf is two thousand three. Oh, yeah. yeah, Step Brothers way later. Way later. Okay. Yeah. Elf, great movie. Um All right. my number one, my number one Christmas movie, uh, which is one that you've never seen, is It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I can't never believe seen you've that. never seen that movie. I gotta give you some homework. You gotta go watch it. Watch it with your family. It's great. Yeah. Movie. How do I I don't even know how no, I've never seen it. I mean, it's, on, it like, it's on it's on Amazon Prime. Is it like black and white? Like uh, the only... they they have a black and white, and then they have a color. It's it was oh originally in black and white, but they have a colorized version on uh, Amazon Prime. So okay, go check it out. What? Great, great movie. Can I get like a a quick summary, like kind of to capture my yeah attention so it, and make it follows, want to watch it? Yeah, it follows the life of George Bailey. He's the main character, um, and he he's just kind of a an ambitious guy from a small town. Um, he wants to get out and explore the world. Um, but after a series of, uh, I guess, unfortunate events, things don't really go his way. And he kind of uh, always gets trapped where he's at. And uh, he, he kind of has to, uh, he gets put in a really tough spot and he 
uh, is about to make some bad decisions and um, he, I don't want to give away the whole movie, but he gets shown um, why he shouldn't make those decisions. And it's just, it's just a very good um, story, a very uh, good family movie. It really makes you appreciate what you have. Um, It's, it's awesome. So check it out. Amazon prime. It's a wonderful life. Okay. All right. Um, my top movies, I guess I'll start with um, number three. I'm going to have to go with the Jim Carrey version of The Grinch. Topping out at three <laughs> for me. I Primal. mean, it's kind of just, I love that movie. My daughter loves it. We love watching it. I've We've watched it like 15 times. It, it's always jury on TV. Duty, jury duty, blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one's funny <laughs> there's so many little funny things i mean i need to watch it again um that's a classic at this yeah. point it's a modern classic and then um my second is the um i think it's called a christmas story the one with ralphie mm-hmm. and yeah. uh I'll sh- you'll shoot your eye out kid yeah. i mean yeah. gosh that's just that's <laughs> the classic, classic funny one um <laughs> we were watching it the other night and the uh scene with I was I was like trying to get Stella into it, getting her to watch it, and that scene come up with the bully when they're outside and they're all uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. So the 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 red haired boy yeah. was bullying uh, Ralphie. <laughs> then then like, look then Stella, I, he's primal. Yeah, I was like, look Stella. I said, look Stella, a bully, and then her eyes got all big and she started watching the TV, and then she then she saw him getting bullied and she was like. Just, just looking at it in shock, like, oh my gosh, like there's bullies. And then I let her see Ralphie beating him up, and then she's like, kind of happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's awesome watching these movies. You know, you watched them as you were a kid, and now your kids are seeing them, and they're like, whoa! <laughs> oh yeah, it's so fun. It's so cool watching it through their eyes. And then my top Christmas movie. Um, this one's just sentimental value to me. It's the classic like 1960 Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer cartoon. It's like kind of live actiony. It's just old school, and I just remember watching that so many times at my grandma's house when I was a kid. So that's on this list. I mean, we're kind of picking through this list. I'm gonna post it on our Instagram so you guys can give your opinion. That really is what freshened up our mind to this. There's probably others. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick from this list, be Grinch, A Christmas Story, then the live action uh, Rudolph cartoon. Yep. yep. All right. Classic. Um. All right. Well, we skipped it last week, but I am ready to collect the homework. What the heck's going <laughs> on with these Twitter files, man? Twitter and files. I, I apologize. You are more well versed than me. Um, you, it's new? really, it's really, a <laughs> uh, student becomes the professor. <laughs> we All need right. to learn. I mean, I sent, I sent you this. You might, you're more active on Twitter than me. I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like Twitter. That's kind of my, we've talked about it. That's my favorite of the social media main... platforms. That's the one I go to my first one that I go to, uh, to catch up on time. news and, you know, things that interest Honestly, me. it. And then now that Elon's taking over, it might be the most unbiased, unfiltered type well, of Well, outside of truth social, get. you mean? I don't. I, you know what? <laughs> I'm an Instagram guy. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get off of it, but that's my main that's my main deal. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't got time. You only got t- like we talked about before. You really only have time for one. Yeah. Like I might need to get back into Twitter. Elon's yeah. keeping it pretty interesting there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so Twitter files um, is a series of threads because uh, you know Twitter you can only. Uh, you're limited to how many characters you can put out in a tweet, right? Um, so yeah. they, they do what's called threads for when you have a, a whole book to write. Um, Which so helps these, with the human attention span. Like it It's does, hard. To, yeah. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Um, so the Twitter files are a series of threads um, from these reporters uh, that have information that was shared with them from Twitter. This is... Uh, you know, actual emails and things of that nature uh, from Twitter employees um, and Twitter documents uh, that have been shared with reporters uh, to clarify and provide detail on things that uh, we were previously, we were previously told uh, was conspiracy theory. And now we're being told was actually true. Yeah, and it um, so, also may shed, and it kind of sheds light on probably the same things that are going on at all these other s- social media yes. companies. Yeah, we kind of talked about that in one of our very early episodes when we talked about uh, Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan and he said that uh, the FBI approached him about uh, the Hunter Biden, well, about sensitive information coming out. He took that to mean the Hunter Biden laptop story. Um, and, you know, he kind of handled it one way, Twitter handled it a different way. Now we're getting information we're getting details and reasoning why twitter handled it the way that they did uh through these series of uh twitter files i encourage you to all go out and read these threads by yourself um so uh, the easiest place to start is the wikipedia page for it it has a uh, a decent summary of what each one talks about and it has a link to each of the Twitter threads. So you hit the link, <laughs> it takes you right to the thread. So th- oh, I, I found yeah. that very helpful in this. Uh, no, that's nice. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of go through these real quick. Um, the first one, uh, it just talked about the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Um, and really it was just kind of, um, it's very similar to what Facebook did. Um, FBI came in and said, Hey, you're going to get some misinformation just like you did from Russia in 2016. Uh, now we're in 2020, another presidential election. Russia is going to try to interfere. You need to uh, be on the lookout for any sort of misinformation and uh, try to, uh, you know, limit its spread. Um, yeah. Which is kind of controversial. Yeah, we're not done with that story. We'll get to those later. <laughs> uh, but at that yeah. point, it was Twitter was not being directed by the FBI to remove anything. That um, was kind of on them how they handled the spread, right? Yeah. Um, so then the second set of files talked about shadow banning um, and yeah. how they how they um, would limit the you know they have like different tags that they can put on an account. Um, you know, if somebody's uh, a right-wing conspiracy theory or a left-wing conspiracy or, um, you know, anything like that, if they're, if they're too crazy or they, they put these tags on people and it limits yeah. their ability to uh, trend on topics or be seen or, you know, things like that. Um, 
So it doesn't, it doesn't, they, it doesn't shut down your account. It just makes it so that you can't, nobody sees so, your stuff. So Twitter said they don't shadow ban people, but they, this coin, they did have a term for it. It was called visibility filtering. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's all they, that's all they justify that. Oh no, we don't shadow ban people. We visit, <laughs> we, we they visibility have, filter visible. them. Yeah. Yep. Everybody knew it was happening and that they were denying it. Um, yeah. You can literally, they could literally throw a visibility filter on accounts that that had opinions that they didn't really like, and they heavily favored uh, conservative views. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then three and four, they kind of go together, um, and it's really, uh, I guess, three and five kind of go together. But uh, it talks about how. Um, the events that kind of led to the permanent suspension of Donald Trump's Twitter account um, yeah. and how these, uh, you know, Twitter em- uh, employees were influencing these. They would do things like, uh, you know, flag uh, some of his tweets or some of his followers tweets that were uh, not against policy. It was kind of left up to the discretion of the uh, Twitter employees. And, you know, once you, it was kind of like a three strike and you're out rule. Um, but they were getting strikes that were way outside. You know what I mean? That weren't, that were le- they were legal tweets, but they were being flagged as, um, illegal. So, yeah. um, that sort of thing I'm sure went on a lot. Um, given, you know, they, the Twitter files are basically saying that a lot of the Twitter employees, uh, had very left leaning, uh, political views. So they were, like you mentioned, very harsh on conservative uh, <clears throat> Twitter accounts and, and ideas. Uh, and they would mm-hmm. flag things that they disagree with, even if they didn't uh, violate a, Twitter policy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number four was all about how the Twitter employees reacted to January 6th. Um, and it's, it's kind of more of the same. Um, so th- those three kind of all go together to tell the whole story about how we went from, before January 6th, um, putting the rules in place and those uh, systems in place, um, four showed about how the uh, employees reacted to January 6th. And then five is how those actions, how their reactions to January 6th led ultimately led to Trump's suspension. Yeah. Um, number six is where we kind of start getting, this is the part that I really start getting kind of cringy on. Um it's FBI, FBI involvement at Twitter. Um, so now at this point, they're talking about how Twitter had 80 or sorry, FBI had 80 full-time agents assigned to filtering these Twitter accounts, um, wow. reviewing, reviewing tweets um, and canceling these accounts, shutting them down uh, if they were violating policy. These are, uh, FBI employees that are doing Twitter's, you know, busy work basically. Um, yeah, yeah. And literally, they, uh, Sen- literally. and yeah, deciding what, yeah, what it's yeah. Like, that is crazy. It is. Uh, and the other part of that was that they spent three million dollars. They paid three million dollars per year to Twitter um, to help them police this right 
Um, so this is, it's not just the 80 full-time agents. It's also they're paying Twitter to, to help them with this work. Um, so kind of so, crazy that um, the FBI is directly involved in all of this, uh, you know, censorship, uh, on, on Twitter. That was kind of crazy to me, uh, kind of concerning. Yeah. Cause it's taxpayer money being used to police um speech mm -hmm. like on a social media in a private company taxpayer yeah. money it's just like it's crazy it and is. if this happened at at twitter i mean it, it had to have happened at all the other ones you know? i'm sure it did at, at facebook um at instagram which they're owned by the same you know um but at the same time it's probably happening you know i believe tiktok is chinese app. <laughs> so it's i'm sure that the chinese government has their hands all over that app oh um, yeah so they're doing Deci the same thing they're deciding what people see <laughs> yeah, yeah man it's yeah not good that was number six you said that was number six and how many are there total eight eight now there's eight now yeah the eighth one oh, came gosh. out just a couple days ago um so Number seven um, detailed the FBI and their involvement with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Um, yeah. and, it, and it talked about how um, leading up to that story uh, coming out and while the story was coming out and immediately after um, how they worked to censor the FBI directly worked with Twitter to censor the New York post article about Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, I mean, it, it seems based on the evidence, it seems pretty, pretty Damn conclusive that the, yeah. that, that the FBI There's, said this is misinformation and we need to stop it. There's no doubt yeah. from this. Wow. Um, and the other part of that was that the FBI um, kind of formed a pipeline to Twitter. So, a lot of um, FBI officials, when they would leave the FBI, would just go start working for Twitter. Uh, and it came, it got to a point where there were so many of them that were working there that they put together like a little cheat sheet. When, whenever one of them would get hired, they're like, "Hey, uh, here's the conversion, you know, kind of the uh, the comparison between the two, and it's got, you know, your uh, your healthcare, your dental care, your uh, 401k, like all of your." all the things that you use at the FBI and then all the things that you use at Twitter. And it's like, um, there was like chat Dang. groups for, for form. Like it was almost like an alumni association at Twitter for former FBI officials. So, um, yeah, it's crazy. It is kind of crazy. Um, and then, and then number eight, um, it talked about how Twitter, um, helps the military, the Pentagon, um, in pushing their agenda, their propaganda. Um, and it said that they, they basically, they whitelist instead of blacklist, they whitelist uh, certain accounts to uh, push the, that propaganda. So that would be, so they get free uh, promotion basically. Right. Right. Yep. So it's, yeah, the opposite of shadow banning, I guess. Um, and that was, so they white, Listed accounts from the United States Central Command. Well, it would it would be, which is yeah, it, 
it's at it's this like point fake account. It, it doesn't say you know U.S. military. It's like some guy in some Muslim guy on Twitter, but it's that account is being run from the U.S. Pentagon, and it and he says that he's stationed in Iraq or wherever, uh, and he's tweeting out in uh, Arabic but he's tweeting pro us propaganda so that people in the middle East will see that and be like, Oh yeah, uh, we got to join the Americans, you know? Um, but it's, it's not just there. It's that's all over the world there. They have it in in every um, language. And who gets to decide who knows what they're pushing in an English. Like, you know, so there's no way to decipher these yeah, people are because they're not right. and it's just, it's just propaganda it's just propaganda and, and it was a, it was as simple as um you know somebody at the pentagon sent a list to twitter and said hey i need these accounts whitelisted if that's a thing and they're like yep done wow so, so those crazy. are the eight twitter files that i think it really shows a um kind of a level of corruption that we kind of thought was there um mm-hmm. but but it really details it and shows the extent to which it's there. And it's kind of concerning. Yeah. It's, I honestly, when they first started coming out, everything um, was kind of like, yeah, no crap. Figured that, (laughs) you know, but then like those last ones with the FBI and all that, man, that, that was, that's a huge, I mean, huge news to me that I didn't think would be that deep. Yeah. So it's, it is so damning now that, I mean, the evidence that they've put out is so damning that the FBI actually responded. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is maybe said, <laughs> they said, this yeah. is not true and all this. Yeah. I, they right. made an official statement about it, which usually means they feel like they, <laughs> you know, it usually like when that happens, yeah. there's, there's something to it. They got skin in the game. They're feeling like they right. need to defend themselves because the evidence is so bad. Yeah. Did they? What did they come out and say that this none of this is true? I think yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it worked the last time, right? Worked in 2020. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Uh, yep. It's all fake. And uh, apparently, that Twitter and Elon Musk are just liars. And <laughs> I don't know. That's trust the uh, trust the government. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. They, they, why not? <laughs> That's wild. Well, thank yeah. you for that. Was a pretty thorough uh, summary for those that don't have time. Yeah. To uh, read through that's all what that. We're here for man. Yeah. That's yeah. What we're here for. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that uh, we're not done yet. I think we're probably going to get some more. But uh, I'm surprised how much you know he that Elon has even been able to uncover because you know mm-hmm. they had a lot of time to hide <laughs> these <and> things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really wasn't expecting him to really get anything, you know? Yeah. Like well, he went in there with the sole mission of I mean he I need yeah. I need to increase the trust level um with the users on Twitter. Because right now that's people, what he's people don't trust Twitter. And people don't trust Facebook. People don't yeah. No. They don't trust I mean, the I government. Tr- <laughs> they don't trust anybody. Right. So. I mean yeah, I, mean, I think he's definitely doing that. Um, I just I'm surprised how much. I mean, obviously he's a really smart guy. 
and I'm sure yeah. he employs really talented. Yep. And you said there's former FBI employees there. Like he's probably, you know, I'm just surprised. Yeah. Yep. But you know, those nerds can do some crazy things with uh, <laughs> retrieving deleted information. That's for no sure. Doubt. No <laughs> doubt. All right. Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk about? I have a few other quick current events that I thought were interesting that we yeah. don't have to spend Let's a lot of time off. on. Rattle them off. Rattle them off. <laughs> so, did you see? I I don't. I didn't dive deep into this. I'm tired of wearing my tinfoil hat. I think I feel like exhausted with all this information that's coming out all the time. That's really just like you said, makes you lower your faith in the government. Uh, did you see the, um, I've seen these headlines. I haven't really clicked on them, but it seems like a lot of people seem to think that the CIA has uh, pretty much admitted to having some type of involvement in the JFK assassination. Did you see really? any of that? Uh, just, just what you sent me, not much. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but interesting. I mean, I think a lot of people have said that for a long time. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah. Kind of thing. Second um, shooter. Yeah. All that stuff. It's been a, it's been a long time. Anyways, apparently there's some redacted files released, um, on that. But another interesting thing came out that I don't know. Um, did you see, I sent you this. I thought it was kind of shocking. Mm -hmm. JFK's sister. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, cause the left always has to make a spin on things like, ah, oh, well, JFK is assassinated. Well, this is what they did to their sister, blah, 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 <laughs> which I didn't even know. I didn't even know this, but they, uh, JFK's dad, um, her sister had a low IQ, like of 60. So she's not super intelligent. He, she was a promiscuous a young girl and he was worried that she was going to bring shame upon the family with her actions. So they wanted to fix that. And they decided they would try out this new treatment called a lobotomy and they freaking, what is a lobotomy? <laughs> it's when you freaking stick a needle in like the, in your head and put holes in your brain. Basically. To, I don't know. They try they to extract of, part of the brain that's causing the problem. Yeah, they. So I think I read. It was a really disturbing article I read. It's they, a it's a very medieval procedure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they prodded her brain with a probe and damaged it to the point she literally became mentally handicapped for the rest of her life. Yeah, that's pretty awful. Yeah, pretty terrible. I yeah. If you want to look up that story, go ahead. You'd be shocked. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> and anyways, I saw the. Moving on, the DOJ, uh, the Department of Justice, is suing the state of Arizona for placing shipping containers on its border. Okay. I saw that headline. That's an ongoing litigation. Um, obviously, Arizona's a mess. The border's a mess. And the mm -hmm. governor ordered um, – he, he signed an executive order authorizing the uh, placement of these shipping containers all along the uh, border where it's unsecured and I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure it works. They're double stacked. Like you can't get by those. Uh -uh. Um, but the federal government is suing the state of Arizona because they say those shipping containers were not authorized to be placed on federal ground. This the border area is considered federal land, mm -hmm. and uh, they're suing them. Um, and pretty much their main argument is it wasn't authorized, and that these shipping containers are threatening endangered species. <laughs> 
yeah, and the erosion and all other things, an upkeep that they don't that they haven't budgeted for on federal land. Yeah, well, if they would have uh, taken the uh, issues at the border seriously to begin with, then maybe Arizona didn't have to take it into their own hands. Yeah, they're taking it in their own hands, but this is this kind of highlights how these states' hands are tied. Like, if they do anything, they're going to get sued by the federal yeah. government. It's yeah. kind of crazy. These these apparent. This is a federal issue. Like these states, even if they try to do anything to secure their borders, they're going to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I don't know. Something to watch. Um, did you want to touch on the spending bill? I sent sure. you a couple of things I thought were interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, what what are your thoughts on this? <sighs> I know there was a big uh thread on Twitter that kind of there's a 4100 page, you know, yeah. spending bill released at 1:30 in the morning. It's supposed to be voted on what today? Uh I thought it already passed. Did it pass? I think it's I think it's passed both chambers of Congress and it's headed to Biden's desk. And, uh, even if he, but it, it was voted on by such a, uh, or passed by such a wide margin that even if he vetoes it, which he won't, um, yeah, I think it's then, passed. then it, uh, they'll Senate can just override it because they have that power. Um, so, this is passed. Consider it passed. Yeah, it's passed. It's passed. I was yeah. just looking l- yep. yesterday. It's official. This is law. Um, so what it is, is, is it, it, it's the spending bill, the defense spending bill for the next year, right? For 2023. Um, oh, we're going to spend. By gosh. But yeah. this is, this is uh, because they have to pass this. Um, it, so they, federal yearly they, budget. Right? The, go- the government shuts down if they do not pass this, so they have to pass it every year. So everyone is trying to get a little bit of money for their cause thrown in there, right? The big part of it, it's the spend, it's the defense budget, but there's a lot of non-defense items in there because of it's. They everyone knows that this one's going to pass. At some I point. think at this point, a lot of Americans would be pretty happy if the government got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So we have to take a break. The government needs to go and time out. (laughs) For real. I I agree. Yeah. Yeah. They could use a timeout. They Uh, don't want a timeout. But this, like you said, it's a 4,100 page, 4,000 pages long. And they Um, didn't release it till like Tuesday. Right. And it's like no time to argue about it. Yeah. Um, but you know, they want to get it, get it done before the shutdown happens so that they can go enjoy Christmas with their families. Right. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Which (laughs) I get it, but you know, let's try to make something good happen. Right. Yeah. Um, So the spending bill, um, it looks like there's a five and a half percent increase in, uh, non defense spending. Uh, so that would be things not related to the military, um, which Biden had asked for 10 and they gave him five and a half. So um, lower than what Biden wanted to do. Uh, this includes uh, on the military side, the defense side, it's $858 billion in spending 
um, which is a 10% increase. And that's going to give, that's going to give all the troops uh, a 4%, 4.5% raise, um, which is good. There's obviously a lot of Ukraine aid going in there. Ukraine, Taiwan. Yep. Um, one of the stipulations uh, was that they remove uh, COVID vaccination requirements for soldiers. So that's a good thing. Did they? Uh, that's from what I read, that was part of the bill. Now, obviously, I haven't read all 4,000 pages of this because who the hell has? The people who yeah. wrote it didn't even read all 4,000 pages. <laughs> Probably not. Um, They're like, did my thing get in there? <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm sure that I disagree with, but there's a lot of stuff in there that I agree with. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Border Patrol gets a 17% increase. That's nice. They're going to hire 300 new officers. There's all um, kinds of specific funds for specific things and yeah. uh, wording in there that this can't be specifically used for that, but you don't know what another part of the fund is allocated that might be specifically for something like, right. gosh, it'd be really hard to have a super strong opinion on things yeah. um, without reading all of the bill. Which, right. And, and uh, it's not just this bill because, you know, one of the things that, I read was that the IRS is getting uh, cut. They're, they're getting money taken out of their budget. Um, oh yeah. So I said, that doesn't make sense because they're hiring all of those IRS agents. How are they going to pay them if they're, you know, if their budget's getting cut? Well, they're getting their budget increased in a different bill that passed before that was the inflation act. It passed like a few weeks yeah, ago. They already did. So yeah. they already got all their money for next year. So they, they took their money out of this bill and they're saying, hey, we cut the IRS budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this is how politics works. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. So it is. I um, can't. So. Did you see all the money uh, going to the uh, salmon? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What that was like free. How much was it? Well, just this one part of the bill, the, the Pacific Coast Salmon Recovery we're going to dedicate $65 million to uh, the salmon, restoration of salmon population. How, yeah. You, That's chump chump change. Ch I think I'm going to get in the salmon industry. I'm going to be Dude. a salmon. I'm going to get me a boat and go out there and in the name of salmon uh, po uh, population restoration, just go uh, do, my, do so, my part. So it was a <laughs> $1.7 and we'll call it $900 billion of that was for the military so that means yeah. that the other 800 billion of it was not for military and you're There's all worried about and you're worried about 65 i'm worried about of that 85 or 800 billion well I, I don't really like salmon I, it's not necessary <laughs> why is the yeah, federal government but bears Gosh. do and bears are primal what I hate is all these stupid things that get thrown in and all these things the government thinks they need to control. Yeah. Like that is not what our founding fathers, I think, envisioned, especially no. the one I really didn't like was, um, what was it? The, it was like 550 million going mm -hmm. towards abortion or they call it reproductive planning, reproductive um, planning, which is different than abortion. I, it's, it's I not, don't know. It's not abortion. It's, it's promoting. It's it's abortion. as much birth control as it is abortion. Okay. So are there's you, one are you against birth control? 
No, I'm not. I'm not again. I'm not gonna give my strong opinion on it. I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm feeling in the Christmas spirit. All right. All right. All right. But they got half a billion. Half a billion dollars. It's not. It's not just the way. It's. It's not just for that. It's not just for reproductive family planning. They got it. They're wanting to target specific areas that the feder that the government sees fit that they think they need to put more resources into controlling the human population in certain areas of the United States based on what they think. And who's they? I don't know, but I think that's messed up. You know, it's not equal. It's not, it's actually targeted to specific areas based on in the name of, um, what they say, biodiversity and, um, what's it called? Um, so, Biodiversity and endangered species. Once again, they like to do things yeah. in the name of the animals. Right. Now, I, I'm i kind of surprised that you're against this because you are a, you're from a small town. You like to hunt. Yeah. You don't want to live in a big city, right? So if we don't control the population and provide, you know, human population, Yes. Things what? like things like birth control in these areas. What's going to happen is it's going to turn a city like a, a town like Zanesville into a city like Columbus. And you know where are these people no, want to it's live? Not. Yes, it is. It absolutely <laughs> is. Where are these people oh, going so, to so we need where to are these people going to live? So we need to control the rural population to save the animals. No, we need to control the rural population to keep it rural. Otherwise it becomes urban. Mm, the government where, has where are no... these people going to live man where are they going to live dude they're going to live with their parents <laughs> in their house and when they where grow they up move... where they, and where they when they grow up where are they going to live uh san francisco it'll be homeless <laughs> over there i don't know and they're so you so you the, support homelessness then the government has no say what why would the government need to control and think they need to herd people like cattle and control the population it's just messed up and there's no place there's no place for it like to see targeted specifically targeted um the reason why is because the reason why is because that is where the food sources come from right so that's where your to, farmland is. If you to, if you have to start tearing down farmland to build housing divisions, <laughs> you don't have enough farmland to make no, enough food for the population that you currently have. It's treating people like animals that need corralled and herded and controlled. And it's not, I'm not okay with that whatsoever. That's not, that's not the federal government's job. It's, it's not. I think and I think it's I I think it is it's not their job but it's a good idea for to, for them to give people the resources to make sure that we're not having a bunch of uh I guess accidental births, right? We don't want we don't you know, want too many people that nobody wants to care for, right? I think it gives people an out um, a reason to not like maybe if all these things weren't so readily available, people would actually have some self, um, 
take some responsibility and ownership of their actions. They wouldn't be going out and having sex but, with people that they don't see as a um, potential life partner. You wouldn't just be but, having these. But you know, but you know that they're not going to do that. You, they've never because done they that. have the out. They've they have never, a free. Never they not only that. have an out; it's free because it's free. Like, Dude, it, what if even, what if you couldn't uh, even afford? when even even when they didn't have these resources in place generations ago they were still doing this shit I there were still it, people that would sleep around i think it just Tales further degrade, it further degrades our society it's giving people out an excuse a free way not mind you to just have random sex in a godless society that doesn't care about cho- carefully choosing a partner right i i think it's it doesn't help our country in many ways. That's another trickle down. Well, the um, the other part of this is is education, effect. right? Is is yeah, reaching well, out it, reaching it out won't. to people that don't have that. It's it's putting health class back in in school so that these kids learn. Hey, if I have sex, I'm going to have a baby, right? Mm, I don't know. It's teaching I've them seen... that at a younger age, teaching them consequences, and then they're going to you have to rely on the parents to make the decision or to help the kids make the right decision. Right. The problem is that we have a bunch of people running around that don't have a good nuclear family and good parental, uh, guidance. Right. And that's where we get in. That's where we kind of, we're in a vicious cycle here. You know, I think they, they get born into a bad situation uh, they live their whole life in a bad situation. They make bad choices, and then they make the next generation of people in a bad situation. Yeah. So giving, I get those, it, giving but... those people birth control and limiting the amount of people that are going into the cycle, that's a good thing. Now, where I do agree with you is it shouldn't be targeted toward rural areas because I don't, I don't it think needs it to needs... be. It needs to be everywhere. It just needs to be. If the government wants to be involved whatsoever. It just needs to be a universal flatline availability for everybody. The government don't need to be messing around deciding, oh, we need to we need to push this here, push Agreed. this there. Yes. Like in the name of endangered animals and food sources. It needs to right. be a blanket thing. Everybody needs to be treated the same. I agree with that. Um that you don't I need to target that. specific communities. I mean, I I know they've done the same thing in black communities. White, like they just change their mind where they need to, oh, where do we need to target abortion or not abortion, like you said, but family planning? Like, right. that, why does the government need to waste our time and resources on where it needs to go? Like, I'm sure there's, it's just a, uh, it just kind of bothers me. I mean, it's like, it's like herding cattle. They're trying to herd, they're trying to pick and choose, and they just don't. Well, and, and the other part of this, uh, you know, if we put our tinfoil hat on, is, I need uh, one. I need one. <laughs> <sighs> uh, the, the other part of this is, uh, you know, it's influenced by a voter pool, right? Where, you know, most, yes. r- most rural areas are um, going to vote Republican, where most that's, urban areas that's are going to That's my fear that they're, yeah, they're just going to If you really to... wanted to get crazy, you could make that argument, but. Oh, it's not crazy at all to think that, that that maybe a um you know they're trying to maybe tr- plan for the future in a deep way oh 
less people in rural communities means less Republican votes. Let's promote more family planning there. It's kind of like, you know, it's a numbers game at that point, mm -hmm. you know, right. and that they might be looking 20 years down the road. You know, the, we need at the voting poll. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's you know my are. fear. You, you know, you know they, are. they are. Um, it's, yeah, they're irresponsible I mean, if they're not, right? Anyways, this family planning, if it's going to be in the federal budget, it just needs to be a blanket. But they don't even care anymore. They're specifically setting this money aside with this specific goal in mind. That's what's yeah. really bothering me. So I digress. We don't have uh, <laughs> exactly... Uh, equal opinions on that and that's okay but that's my fear um and i don't like it but it's already there uh, i don't know i need my hat i think it's a deep i think there's more um i really don't think the government cares very much about biodiversity oh there you go <laughs> i don't think the government really I made this cares just for about, you <laughs> about biodiversity and endangered species in rural communities yeah. All I right. Know, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I think it, it's, uh, Hey, I see your face. Hey, how about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, reflecting off of my hat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. All hey, right. uh, let's move on. Yep. Uh, what the crap? I got a good one that I think you're going to enjoy. That's great right. to hear. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs super fan. Have you seen this guy? His name, he goes by the <laughs> is name. There only, is there only one? <laughs> no, there's multiple, but this one goes by the name Chiefsaholic. Is he alcoholic? So, <laughs> no, he's Chiefsaholic. Uh, so is he guy, an alcoholic? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Uh, he's, he's, probably on, he's probably on way more than alcohol. Uh, anyway, um, he goes, he's been to every chiefs game home and away for like the last seven years or so. Right. And he it's always, quite he quite always sits there uh, front row so that he can be on TV. He's got a wolf mask that he wears, you know, all decked oh, out in his chiefs gear. Hell yeah. Very, very active <laughs> on social media. Um, he, he's always posting his huge parlays where he's betting, um, you know, chiefs win, uh, Patrick Mahomes scores a touchdown and Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown and uh, you know, all the play, just these crazy parlays, all chiefs related. He'll put $50,000 on the chiefs to win by 20 points, you know, all this kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I'm so looking up huge, chiefs of Hollick now. Yeah. He's in a full fucking wolf man um, yeah. costume. He's looks very primal. So <laughs> <laughs> the chiefs fans, he didn't show up to their game against Houston at Houston a few weeks ago and chiefs fans were worried. Like, where is this guy? Did he, you know, he drives from Kansas city to Houston. That's quite a drive. Did he run off the road? And is he okay? Is he in a hospital somewhere? No, not a hospital. He's in a prison because he made uh. a pit stop in Oklahoma to rob a bank. <laughs> so now <laughs> speculation is that he has been, stopping on he drives to all of these road games wherever can the kansas city chiefs play uh bank so he, robber he robs a bank on the way there and that's how he buys his tickets and makes his huge uh gambling he's been 
laundering his money with his gambling winnings. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So now he's now he's in jail because he stopped in Oklahoma and tried to rob a bank and got caught. <laughs> oh, I just I see his mugshot now. That is yeah. one crazy dude. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. <laughs> what the crap, man? <laughs> <laughs> so how many banks do they don't know? That's what's crazy. We have no idea because he's been doing this. He's been making these trips for like seven years and they have eight games a year. So, I mean, he could be, I mean, he's got 50 banks that he could have robbed over the, (laughs) I'm sure he's got 36,000 followers on Twitter, (laughs) 12,000 on Instagram. I wonder if like, I'm sure you know how the these pro teams like really like to highlight their super fans. Yeah, is he like a real. So he's a really popular. He's a pretty popular super fan. Like yeah. I'm sure the Chiefs like always have their well, camera on him and stuff. To the point, to the point where the <laughs> they notice you know, he's not there. The, the fans were like, "Where they? Where? Where's Chiefs? Where's Hulk? Chiefs Hall? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So oh, I mean, wait, who the hell could have, is Chiefs Hall? You could have fifty, roughly fifty. Uh, bank robberies that this guy did and got away with until this one <laughs> they just ha- happening but the rumor is that he was he wore the chief's holic mask the wolf mask during the bank robbery <laughs> are you serious that's that's what people were speculating online but they said he was wearing a mask but they didn't say what kind of mask but yeah, hopefully it's a, but wouldn't it be great if every time he robbed the bank he wore a mask of the opposite team? Yeah. <laughs> Just to, <laughs> there needs to be a Netflix documentary on this guy. Oh, a- absolutely. If it comes out that he's been robbing banks this whole time in the name needs, of super fandom. Of, yeah. He needs not just a not just a Netflix documentary, but like a full blown Hollywood movie about him. <laughs> Okay. Well, that's a good one. You're always got yeah. good ones, man. Um my what the crap is a form this is an Ohio story. Um a former uh Galilei how do you say Gala Galilea <coughs> Gallia County um arrested man. Hold on a second. We'll cut this part. <laughs> Okay. I can't speak. I can't. I I might cut it. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) So a former Gallia County 911 dispatcher has been federally federally charged with arson. So he worked at a fire department. Well, there's been 24 arson fires in the Wayne National Forest in Ohio, previously unsolved. And, um, this is kind of funny. His name is James A. Bartles. He's 50 years old and he's of Patriot, Ohio. Oh, nice. <laughs> There's a town called Patriot, Ohio. Yes. And this, we got, this we pa- got to visit it. This Patriot resident and firefight, firefighting um, volunteer has been arrested on start, purposely started 24 forest fires in the Wayne <laughs> National Forest. And, um, Yes, no one really knows why, but he he's an arsonist <laughs> that works for he's the a, fire department. An arsonist fire department worker from Patriot, Ohio. So that's it sound, my. It sounds like he was just bored 
and wanted some action. So you go start the fires, and then he's like, let's go he's put like, them out. He's like, oh, my God, uh, there's another fire in the National Forest. Like, we got to meet you there. I, I suspect it's arson. Like, somebody's doing this. It's like, how do you always find these, James? Like, <laughs> you save the day again. Like, yeah, I put it out. <laughs> it's probably one of those things. Like, a lot of times people do shit for attention. Yeah. I'm sure he was the number one guy, like calling all these in too. Like, oh my God, there's another, there's a fire in the forest. <laughs> like, Wayne National Forest didn't burn down. Like, it's, we're yeah. not in a forest fire uh, prone area. There's just so much moisture and humidity in Ohio. It's hard to start them. But yeah. trust me, I, I, I have. I've had to put some yeah. <laughs> with the uh, Luber Geek. We've had some pretty big fires going. Pretty, <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. You have to stop the trees from from spreading the fire. Yeah, it's a pain. Yep. But yep. I'm telling you, they just don't take off like you see in you know the Gatlinburg fires and all the ones out west. Mm -hmm. they, those fires just start. The winds blow and they just so dry, such dry wood. But it pro it promotes biodiversity. Okay, which I know you're a fan. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> it's population control for the trees. There's enough. Just don't don't get me started again. Don't get me started again. Um, do you got any sports? I do. Uh, speaking of the the spending bill, <laughs> um, one of on one of those four thousand pages, uh, there is a waiver that allows service academy upperclassmen, um, guys who will be gra oh. graduating in the next couple of years. Uh, to follow the 2019 rule that allows them to go to the draft. So they did the right thing there. That's a follow-up from last week. Um, that changed. That changed, but... Uh, public outrage the, worked. The guy, public outrage worked. But the guys who are... It's only for the guys who are in there now um, that are going to be graduating. People coming in, they'll have to uh, go under the new rule. Man, that really... That really that role really sucks and that really sucks for those service academies because that's going to hurt yeah. their teams. It like is. it's fun. It's fun seeing these service branch teams being competitive and once in a yeah. while they'd knock off a big school. But now in the age of the NIL deals and all this, they're never going to get nobody. Done. Nope. Their teams but are going to be they're, crappy. Well, what they're all going to have, they'll always have, and you'll never get rid of this is toughness, right? Toughness and discipline. <laughs> Yeah, toughness because, from getting gotta, their butts kicked. Well, no, toughness from being in the service academy, from being in the military. So they're going to uh, have to do four years of football and immediately following that, eight years of service? Correct. Well, it's I four mean, years I, of school, I, but they play football while they're in school, right? Yeah, but they they're primarily eight years. I mean, that's committing. Yeah, five, five active, three reserve. That's a huge chunk of your life you're committing to when you sign up for one of those football yeah, teams <laughs> but you're, i mean you're you're automatically uh you don't sign up for the football team at army and navy right you sign up for the school and then uh -huh. you get to play football in, in addition so yeah true yeah. Well, you ain't gonna have no nfl career that's for sure no no <laughs> that's uh, the sad part you you sign away a lot you know, those guys going to play them teams are obviously good at their sport. Like that's how they get yeah. recruited. Right. So you kind of sign away your dream of being a professional athlete, but right. it's just, 
Sign them away early. I mean, I mean, there's some people that, I mean, we talked about Pat Tillman before and, um, you know, he had his dream and then he left to go serve in the military anyway. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, it, that kind of brought in a whole new generation of heroes and, um, you know, these guys are part of that. Yeah. Uh, it just sucks that, that they're going to dash any type of professional aspirations yeah. for their own athletes. It really does. Yeah. Kind of shooting they're- themselves in the foot, but. I don't, I don't get it. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. What uh, else? Did you one see? more thing. Um, do you remember Ronnie Hillman running back for the Broncos a uh, few years ago, back when they won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning? Yes, um, I do. You, pro- you probably had him on your fantasy team at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. He died this week. He no, had, uh, we- he had kidney cancer. Passed away. Thirty-one years old. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Just thoughts and prayers with his family. That's uh, it's never easy to lose anybody. Even worse around the around the holidays. But uh, that's wild. That's very sad. That is very sad. Thoughts and prayers, man. Like thirty one. That's same age as us. That's <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? Sad to just get sad. your life cut short like that. It, yeah. Just I mean, kidney cancer. Who the hell thinks they're gonna gonna get that? That's nuts. Sad man. Yeah. Um, anytime a life gets cut short, especially I mean, it gets highlighted when you know someone rich and famous, you know, and by all means, do you some people are like jealous of their lives? And when you see somebody get cut down like that, it reminds you, you know, everyone's mortal, no one's immune to death. You can have it all, but you you can't buy your health, you know. So everybody has something to be thankful for if they're up breathing alive yeah, you know definitely and fighting yep uh, so we got or how the we got some bull games kicking off um yeah we've had some bull games uh yeah i haven't watched a whole lot of them but that will probably uh, bring on some wild stuff usually happens at these bull games <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'll see yep. um we should keep up on keep an eye on this. There's always college players getting in trouble, <laughs> <laughs> making yep. awful decisions. Yep. But we have uh, playoffs are next weekend, so we got some Ooh. some more bowl games, and then we'll get to the to the juicy ones. So juicy ones. Yeah. All right. So that's it for sports. That's all I got for sports. All right. Well, so long as he lets me. Yep. He's still doing it. I would like to end this, but I just can't. I don't spend very much time trying to look for a Biden, Biden gaffe of the week every week, and it's just easy to find them. So um, this week, he, uh, he's he been slammed. He's He got a soundbite of him. Uh, the Irish people are upset. Uh, I'll just play the clip. You're not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's oh, daughter. I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I hey. married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. So, you know, I got a little Italian in me now. You know? Okay. Well, that that's just the clip. He said he may be Irish, but he's not stupid. So he's insinuating that Irish, Irish people, people are, are stupid. So, you, so hey, obviously... Fuck a you, lot buddy. Of... <laughs> <laughs> you can't... You're not. You're the president of the United States. 
you just can't call an entire race <laughs> like I don't know, is Iris a race? Like insert any Na- other nationality in any other nationality, you just don't insinuate that their whole entire population is stupid. I mean, that's just not Yeah. That's not nice, but hey, it's a white population, so no one cares. Like, what if he said, "Oh, maybe Muslim." I'm sure the stupid. Hey, I'm sure the Irish care. Stupid. Hey, yeah, exactly. Irish. We need to send that to Conor McGregor. See, yeah, I'm sure he's pretty (laughs) upset. You know why? You why you calling a whole class of people stupid? Um, And then the other thing is, he said he married uh, Mario Giacoppi. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a little Italian. Married Mario Giacoppi's daughter. Well, he he didn't even marry his daughter. He married his granddaughter. Like he's <laughs> that's the uh, gaff part of that statement. He said, I married Gia Coppa's daughter. That's actually her grandpa. And he's yeah. nice. And now he says he has a little Italian in him. That doesn't uh, put Italian in you. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Joe. Okay. okay. Ready to get this thing well, back on the rails? Yep, we got a special guest here with us today. Uh, instead of doing a recording, we've actually got Gary here this week. Gary, in the in the flesh, in the flesh. Oh, pick it up. So Gary is going to give us um, his Bible verse in person this week. That a Christmas gift. A Christmas gift from Gary. Hi, Gary. Hi. <laughs> so we're going to do John 3.16 okay. And I'll say it right into here John 3.16 For God so loved the world That he gave his only son That whosoever believes in him Shall not perish But have eternal life Alright, what do you think that means? It means that If you trust in God Then then you'll always be alive And you'll go to heaven and your soul, your soul goes, will go to heaven. But if you don't, then you'll go to hell, and then you won't be alive anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank you, buddy. That's deep That's stuff. Yep. So we're very thankful right. that uh, Jesus was born on Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Right. Thank you, God. Thank you, Gary, and everybody, you know, kind of re- remember why we have Christmas. And I uh, hope you all have a good one. Gary, I hope you have a great Christmas. Everybody's waiting on Santa Claus, and we're all very excited. All right, guys, that's the show. We want to say it all together this time since we got Gary. Say freedom on. On three. One, two, three. Freedom Freedom on. on. (laughs) See you guys.